majority of our time, not the balance, but the majority of our time this evening, Matthew 21. Have you ever anticipated a day? Maybe it was your wedding day. You were really looking forward to it. Maybe it was your birthday. Maybe it was Christmas or New Year's. Or, or maybe it was, it was camp or CYC. Maybe, maybe you're anticipating those days. In Matthew 21, here it was. Here was the day. The day had finally arrived. Everybody was really going to know about Jesus. Jesus had said in Matthew chapter 20, verses 18 and 19, he said, he said, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priest and to the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify, and on the third day he will rise again. But look at chapter 21, verses 1 and 2. Now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethpage, at the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And this prophesied donkey was brought to him. Look at verse 9. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna! To the son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he had come to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? So the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth of Galilee. A great question. Who is this? But it's not our question for the day. You know, the third Sunday nights are going to be New Testament questions. But that's not our question for the evening. The question for the evening comes a little later. But what is it those are asking? What is it those are asking? Who is this? And they're told, verse 11, it's a prophet. Jesus from Galilee. In verses 12 through 13, Jesus cleans out the temple. And said in verse 13, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things he did, and the children crying out in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David. They were indignant and said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes, you have read out of the mouth of babes, and nursing infants, you have perfected praise. Jesus left. He went to Bethany. He had friends in Bethany. And the next morning, he returns to the city. And we'll, we'll forego Jesus' teaching in the, on prayer in, cha, in chapter 21, verses 17 through 22 to get to our question for the evening. But I want us to understand the timeline. We understand where we are, where we are in the context, where we are in the timeline of Jesus' life. Now, in chapter 21, verse 23, it says, Now when he came into the temple, 
the chief priests and the elders of the people confronted him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Now, this is not our, this is not our question either. But notice what Jesus is doing. Notice what he does. He was teaching. Jesus was teaching. And we are commanded to teach by Jesus as it was one of the qualities that we mentioned last week. You remember? We as Christians, we're commanded to teach. We're to follow the example of Jesus Christ. Here he was teaching. And Jesus is deliberately pushing the envelope. He knows what's going to happen. He knows that these are just the men to make it happen. He knows he's going to die. He knows these men are mean enough to kill him. But can you answer these questions, they ask. By what authority, they say. By what authority do you come here? Who gave you this authority? And by what authority and... Who gave you the authority? It's really the same answer, isn't it? Turn over to John chapter 5. Keep your finger in Matthew 21, but turn over to John chapter 5. John chapter 5, verse 24. Most assuredly I say to you, he who hears my words and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Most assuredly I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in Himself, so He has granted the Son to have life in Himself and has given Him authority to execute judgment also because He is the Son of Man. Back to 21. Back to Matthew 21. Look at verse 24. But Jesus answered and said to them, I will also ask you one thing. Jesus is the answer. God God is the answer to the question they asked Jesus. But Jesus answered and said to them, He didn't give them the answer. He says, I will also ask you one thing, which of you, which if you tell me, I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. Jesus answers their question with a question. And that's hard to do. That's a hard thing to do, but, but Jesus does that very thing. If you remember back when Jesus was being tempted by the devil, he, he, he asked questions of the devil in response to the devil's questions. But here's our question for the day. It was their question 2,000 years ago. And we'll see how they answer this great question. The question of Jesus was this. The baptism of John. Where was it from? Was it from heaven or from men? The baptism of John, was it from heaven or was it from men? Allow me to ask the question of you. Heaven or from men? The baptism in Acts chapter 2. Turn there. Acts chapter 2. Was this from heaven? Or was this from man? 
Look at verse 41. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. Was that from heaven or from man? Well, notice who does the adding. Verse 47. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. From heaven or from men? Look over at Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. The baptism of the eunuch. Is that from heaven or was it from men? Look at verse 36. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still. And both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him. Well, from heaven or from men? Where is it from? Well, if you'll notice verse 26. Look back at verse 26. An angel of the Lord told Philip about the eunuch. Look at verse, look at verse 39. Now when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away so that the eunuch saw him no more. The Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. Was that from heaven or from men? How about Saul's baptism? How about the baptism of Saul? Was it from heaven or from men? Saul was on the road to Damascus. He was on the road to Damascus to persecute Christians. Look at chapter 9, verse 18. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once. And he arose and was baptized. But notice, the word was brought to Saul by Ananias in verses 10 and 11. Look, look, look at it. Verse 10. Now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. He wasn't saved at the prayer, was he? From heaven or from men? From heaven or from men? How about the baptism of Cornelius? Look on over in Acts chapter 10. Was it from heaven or from men? In verses 11 through 15, we see a, a vision Peter had from God. And Peter wondered why he had this vision, but it was soon made clear. Look at verse 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and he said, In truth I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation whoever hears, excuse me, fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. Peter preaches the gospel. And again, in verses 36 through, through 41, look at that, verse 36 the word which God sent to the children of Israel preaching peace through Jesus Christ, He is Lord of all. That, that word you know which is 
proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him and we are witnesses of all these things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly not all the people but to witnesses chosen before God even to us who ate and drank with him and he arose from the dead and he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that through his name whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. And while Peter is speaking right there, the Holy Spirit fell upon those who heard the word. And Peter says in verse 46 and 47, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Was that from heaven or from man? Was that from heaven or from man? And the word of the Lord continued to spread. And in Acts chapter 16, if you'll turn there, was the baptism of Lydia, was it from heaven or was it from man? Look at verse 15. And when she and her household were baptized, she begged us saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. So she persuaded us. She didn't beg them to perceive her faithful to the Lord until she had obeyed. Was this from heaven or from men though? Look at verse 14. It says, Now a certain woman named Lydia heard us. She was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira who worshipped God. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. Heaven or man? The Lord opened her heart. How about the same chapter? Same chapter, the jailer. The jailer in the same chapter. From heaven or from men? Look at verse 33. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and immediately he and his family were baptized. Is that from heaven or from men? Well, look at, look at verse 30. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and his family were baptized. Now when he had brought them to his house, he set food before them. And he rejoiced, having believed. Notice, having believed was after he was baptized. It's a part of it. It's a part of it. Is that from heaven or from man? Having believed in God. Was that from heaven or from man? I don't believe this question could be asked enough. I don't believe folks ask this question anymore about anything that the Bible says? The answer is obvious. From heaven. From heaven. If it's from heaven, it matters. 
it's for man, who needs it? Look back at Matthew 21. Begin with verse 25. The baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? And they reasoned among themselves saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then do you not believe him? But if we say from from men, we fear the multitude. For all count John as a prophet. They reasoned among themselves. They got together. I don't know if people reason today or not. If asked the question, they usually avoid it. Or they attack the asker. First hand, had it happen. I don't know, you tell me. You tell me. Sprinkling. As a form of baptism. From heaven or from man? Which one? Well, let me read you this. Let every adult person and the parents of every child be baptized having the choice of sprinkling, pouring, or immersion. This is not a little Bible. From man or from heaven? Where is it from? Baptized to join a particular place. Saved before you're baptized. Is that from heaven or from man? Let's look. It is most likely that in the apostolic age when there was but one Lord, one faith, and one baptism and no differing denominations existed, the baptism of a convert by the very act constituted him a member of the church and it once endowed him with all the rights and privileges of full membership. In that sense, baptism was the door into the church. Now it is different. And while the churches are desirous of receiving membership, They are wary and cautious that they do not receive unworthy persons. Now it is different. Is that from man or from heaven? I I could go on and on. I've got lots of places marked in there. Denominationalism, is it from heaven or from men? I can't find it here. If I can't find it here, it must be from man. To be from heaven, it will have originated from God. As we read in John chapter 5, and as we read in John chapter 5, God gave His authority to Jesus. God gave His authority to Jesus. These are not your authority. These are not our authority. These are from men. These are man-made authorities. And if you're taking your cue from something like that, you're not taking it from God. It's not from heaven. You can't find it here. Look over at Matthew 28, verse 18. 
And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. So, to be from heaven, it must be from God or it must be from Jesus. Or it must be from from one of his apostles. Look over at John chapter 13. Jesus tells us in John chapter 13 and verse 20, Most assuredly I say to you, he who receives whomever sin, whomever I sin receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. Jesus sent the apostles. Look over at chapter 14. Chapter 14 verse 15. It says here, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. God gave his authority to Jesus They gave their authority to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gave their authority to the apostles. The apostles told us what we need to know. And we find that here in the Bible. If it's not here, it's not from heaven. If it's from someplace else, it is suspect. Look over at chapter 16, verse 12. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine, therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Jesus gave his authority to the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2. The Holy Spirit came with power upon the apostles. And so everything we spoke of in Acts came from heaven and not from men. Look over at Acts chapter 20, verse 27. Paul told the Ephesian elders, For I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Paul told them everything. He told them everything. Not what man wanted him to say. He told them the whole counsel from heaven, God. Look over at Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 2, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as His divine power has given, has given to us all things. Notice that. As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue. We've been given all things... We don't need anything else. 
Look over at Jude 3. Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. We have one faith. We have one faith. We don't need a multiplicity of faiths. We have one faith. There's no need for Ellen G. White. There's no need for Joseph Smith. We have one faith. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. It's on your screen. 2 Timothy chapter 3, begin with verse 16. All Scripture, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. This is given by God and not by man. I can be complete. If what you have believed all your life, is from man. It could have come from a number of sources. Could have come from your mama or your daddy. Good people, more than likely. I don't know. But their faith can't be your faith. Their faith can't be your faith. And your faith must be from the one faith, from God. If it just so happens that your mama and your daddy believe the one faith too, that's good. You're blessed. But their faith is not your faith. You've got to believe your own self. You've got to search and study the Scriptures your own self because it's going to be you who plant your feet and stand in front of God on the last day. Not your mom and your daddy. Your faith. Sometimes what you believe has been taught to you by some preacher. Is that from heaven or from man? From heaven or from man? Don't believe me. Don't believe me. I'm just a man. I'm not telling you what's coming out of this book. Don't believe me. You believe what's written here. Now, if what I'm telling you is coming out of this book, and believe that. So many people, they've, they've run into a man. And he's taught them something. That's not from heaven. He's just a man. He's just a man. Heaven or men? The majority... How about that? Well, the majority was not on the ark. You know that, don't you? The majority was not on the ark. The majority of a whole generation did not go into the promised land. Majority is not always right. The majority 
went into captivity. The majority are on that wide road to hell. That's where the majority are. Oh, but preacher, I'm doing what, what feels right to me. Your feelings, they're not from heaven. They're not from heaven. Man is so fickle, you feel one way, then you feel another way. Right now, there's folks that want it to be hot, cold outside. Well, then they, they want it to be cold when it gets hot, too hot. You can't count on your feeling. You just made yourself God when you do that. You're saying the salvation that you need comes from your feelings and not from God. Well, that's not from the Bible. You can't find it there. You can't find it there. We need to know how to answer. Is this from God or from man? We need to know how to answer that. When we're faced with... with with, with people who come into our lives with, with, with different doctrines from the Bible, we need to know how to answer that. Is that from God or is it from man? How did those fellows do in Matthew 21? Turn back there. How did they do? What did they answer? Look at verse 24. But Jesus answered and said to them, I will ask you one thing, which, which if you tell me, I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? And they reasoned among themselves, saying, Well, if we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the multitude. For all count John as a prophet. Look what they answered. So they answered Jesus and said, We don't know. Liars. <laughs> Liars. They knew. Oh, yeah, they knew. The fact. Answer the question, you who are in the audience today. The fact that you need to be baptized today, is that from heaven or from man? Look at me now. The fact that you need to be baptized today. Is that from heaven or from man? Now, Pharisees lied. They knew the answer. And you do too. You know the answer just as well as anybody. Are you going to lie to yourself again one more time? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Tell the truth. You know where it comes from. You know what you need to do. It comes from heaven. And that's something that you need to obey.
Won't you do it? Won't you do it right now? As together we stand and sing.